You're listening to Head Table Talk. I'm your host with all the toasts, Meredith. Each week, I bring you wedding news, hot takes, and stories about working in the wedding industry. Sit back, relax, and prepare your toasts. Hello, Head Table Talkers. I am back. I am ready to go. I have some interviews lined up in the next coming weeks of some of my favorite vendors of all time. So we are just breathing life into Head Table Talk right now. New vibes, new intro song, new underlying music. I'm so excited. Um, With that being said, we kind of have a new segment towards the beginning. Usually we do like an AMA, Ask Meredith Anything. But you know what? I wanted to switch it up a little bit. I want to ask vendors, wedding guests, brides planning weddings, anonymously share your hot takes with me on weddings. What's something that you dislike that other people might like or judge you for? Share it anonymously and let's talk about it. I recently posted on Instagram about this. So if you're not following Head Table Talk on Instagram, follow us at Head Head Table Talk. Um, You can also follow my personal page at Meredith H. Hewitt. So there's three H's in a row because somebody already had Meredith Hewitt. Um, And I got so many good ones to start off with. So I'm going to save some for as we go along. But there's a couple that I definitely wanted to share today. And one of these literally made me laugh out loud. The one that made me laugh was (laughs) literally so good. I won't say who it is. That's the whole point of this. This is anonymous. So if you have past clients that did something that you don't like or you have a bride or groom that's planning on doing something that you're just not looking forward to, this is your space. Message me. I won't share your identity and you can just use me to vent and maybe, you know, prevent other people from doing these cringeworthy things at their wedding. But also this isn't a shameful place. If you really want to do this at your wedding, go for it. We are just using this as a time to vent because as wedding vendors, brides, guests, you know, sometimes there's things at weddings that just kind of irk us, you know? So this is just our space for that. No one's going to know who you are. Feel free to reach out to me. Okay. But the one that made me laugh goes, skip the bridal party. No one wants a chiffon pastel dress. It's the ultimate MySpace top eight. This is so funny. This is so funny. I was just talking with another wedding vendor about this earlier this week. And, you know, bridal parties are fun. It's fun to have your girlfriends or your guy friends there to help you get ready. But like as someone who designs albums, like physical wedding albums, those take up maybe one spread of your wedding album. And then what? Like you post your individual pictures with each bridesmaids on their birthday. Yeah. Okay. Great. So here's what I suggest. You know, have your besties there with you while you're getting ready. They can still help you. They can do all those things. Just tell them to wear like a nice dress, something a little bit more elevated. Have them there the whole day instead of just showing up for the ceremony. Take individual pictures with them, you know, at some point during the day. But, you know, don't expect them to spend all this money on dresses that they're only going to wear once. And it's just hard, you know, you're asking a lot of somebody and you know you might not know what their financial situation is so being a bridesmaid or a groomman there's a lot that goes into it and i think it needs to be normalized to say no you know maybe you can't afford that dress or you can't afford to go on the bridal bachelorette bachelor party at the time 
And plus it's like, you know, we talk about this in the industry a lot as well. A lot of the times, three or four years down the road, you don't even talk to one of your bridesmaids anymore. Make the day about you and your partner. Have your besties there to help you get ready and just share the day with you. But bridal parties are overrated. Let's toss them out. We're done with them. There isn't just one person that even said this in my DMs. Quite a few people have said this. So I am interested to hear your hot takes on bridal parties. So after this episode comes out, I'll do a post for the episode and then I'm going to do a post on bridal parties. So if you want to make your opinion known, you can, you know, enter the comments and tell me what you think about bridal parties. But that being said, your vendors aren't going to judge you for having a bridal party. I still love bridal parties. I think they're fun. We are just here to express opinions. I have a right to an opinion. The next person has a right to opinion. And the person after that has a right to opinion. This is a place for you to just express those things. I shoot weddings every weekend that have bridal parties. I've shot weddings that don't have bridal parties. It doesn't really matter to me. We are just venting publicly. Woo, that was a big hot take to start, you guys. So I kind of like this, you know? I think it's fun. I'm sorry if it offends some people, but that's what you come to this podcast for, okay? We are turning a new leaf here at Head Table Talk. We are giving raw emotions, raw feedback, and we're just not gonna sugarcoat things anymore, you know? I'll admit it, I hate sunflowers. Screw them. I don't like them as a flower. They have no place on a wedding day. Maybe in your fall bouquet on your table. Sure, I hate them on a wedding day. Am I still gonna photograph weddings with sunflowers? Absolutely. But you know what? That's what you're coming to Head Table Talk for. We're here to talk as vendors, This is a safe space for us to talk about the industry that we work in. And I'm so excited for this new time at Head Table Talk. Okay, so I have a wonderful episode coming up. I have a bunch of great guests lined up and it's going to be amazing. We're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors and then we will be right back. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Beloved The Shop. Beloved is a curated collection of women's elevated basics and versatile styles. When you shop with Beloved, you know you are working with a company that truly has heart. I mean, love is in their name and literally everything they do. With things from everyday essentials, adorable accessories, and 18 karat gold jewelry, Beloved is your one-stop shop for a capsule wardrobe. I recently got some products from Beloved and to say I'm obsessed is an understatement. The pieces are high quality, so comfortable, and reasonably priced. You can take advantage of their prices and more by using the code HTT10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's code HTT10 at checkout. Shop today at BelovedTheShop.com and on Instagram. Pick up an Ankeny and fast shipping available. On this week's episode, we have Hounds Tooth and Hooch. This tap truck is rolling into your event in style. Elevate your bar experience with the help of this adorable Piaggio Ape. This traditional Italian three-wheel is the perfect addition to any party. From Prosecco to Nitro Cold Brew, they have exactly what you need to keep the good times flowing. Welcome to the head table, Sarah. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on. Your little tap truck is so cute. Oh my gosh. 
Yes, it is. It has been such a an adventure so far. Um, I feel like I'm fairly new in this um, endeavor, um, but it has been definitely a labor of love um, this year and, um, you know, getting the word out and connecting with people uh, in Des Moines has been um, so much more fun than I anticipated. It's, uh, you know, everyone loves a party and everyone loves to talk about their party and plan it and uh, being kind of, um, you know, a part of that planning and, and that process has been just so, I don't know, exciting and, um, I don't know, just really fun. I mean, I love a good party. That's why I started Houndstoop and Hooch. Um, I also love a well-executed party. And um, with my background in marketing for the past lots of years, um, <laughs> I just love a well-executed um, event. So yeah. So how did you kind of take the dive into like not only wedding industries, but events in general? Yeah, so um, I have been in, like I said, I've been in marketing um, agency side um, and internal marketing really since I moved to Des Moines. So that has been about, oh gosh, let me do the math, six, uh, like seven years um, okay. I've lived in Des Moines. Um, and yeah, just have had various marketing roles. Um, I worked at a commercial interior design company uh, when I first got to Des Moines, which was so much fun. I helped with event planning. They specialized in mid-century modern, um, like a very iconic designer, uh, Florence Knoll. And so I was able to um, plan a pairing event um, with uh, local designers and architects. And so what the concept was, we would take these iconic chairs, like the womb chair and or the Barcelona and pair it with a specific drink. Um, oh, cool. So we would do, I can't remember if we did a wine pairing, but we definitely did a beer pairing. So kind of mm -hmm. the, um, the iconic elements of the chair um, were reflected in the beer. So, you know, robust or, um, you know, bold or, um, you know, spirited kind of things like yeah. that and tie it back to the furniture, which was really fun. Um, so I think that's kind of what started my, my interest in, uh, you know, taking an element of an event like drinks or cocktails and making it feel really special and unique and like an experience that was really memorable. Since then, you know, I've worked in um, a marketing agency a couple over the years and uh, love working through a theme and a concept with a mm. with a client. You know, I've done B two B, so it's really fun to change gears and do weddings and and more special events uh, with with people in town. So it lets me kind of flex my creative muscle, but also um, I love the precision and the process of planning something and and you know working through kind of timelines and things like that. So um, I feel like there's been a lot of things in my in my background that have been, um, that kind of gotten me ready for, yeah. for this, you know, new venture. Yeah. So for the listeners who don't know exactly what a Piaggio Ape is, can you kind of explain yes. like a visual of what that is? Yes. So think of, um, so there's two ways to think of it. So think of like a semi truck, but just on a very, very small scale. So my Ape is about, um, nine or 10 feet long, like front mm. to back, um, and about six feet tall. So very small. Um, or if you think about the truck emoji on an mm. iPhone, like mm -hmm. the green and white one, it kind of looks like that. Um, 
originally just a little bit of history um when Italy was coming out of the Second World War. They needed a cost-effective and a low, uh, low material um, option for trucks. Um, so you know they didn't have a ton of material just because of the war effort, and you know need something inexpensive. And they took a Vespa and took the chassis of a Vespa and built a Piaggio Ape based based on that. So uh, an Ape and a Vespa are kind of like cousins, which is fun. Um, Ape is Italian for bee, which is kind of sweet. Uh, So it's like a little bee. And yeah, it has three wheels. So one in front and then two um, on the back end for for the truck part. So it's kind of like an Italian, not necessarily like four wheeler, but like ranger. Like it's it's yeah to like kind of carry things and but it's Italian so it's also beautiful yes yes it's funny because you know they're just so iconic and once you see one it's like oh that's like so cute and Mm -hmm. you know they've really continued you know the smooth lines um you know throughout the decades so um a lot of people more recently um I I had seen an influencer a couple years back uh she had bought a Prosecco truck of a converted ape and that's kind of what started um okay. you know got me I don't know introduced uh, to that's the where idea I found out yeah introduced to the idea exactly um but since then and you know in researching and you know whatnot um a lot of people use them for you know art installations yeah. pizza coffee flower delivery um so really taking a a vintage concept and bringing new life into it um, is really what this kind of new generation um, of new and refurbished um, apes are kind of all about. How, which is fun. So like to be completely transparent, like do you like yeah. go on a website and order this Piaggio ape from Italy and it gets delivered to you in Iowa? Like how does one find yeah. that to start a business? Like I. Yeah, no. So it it's a process. So, you know, there are a ton of folks who, you know, fabricate on their own, you know, they get, um, you know, they get an old ape and they kind of refurbish it. Other people, you know, work with fabricators. So yeah, it's kind of a, it's a different experience and also different, you know, based on what you're needing. You know, I have four taps on mine and basically a kegerator back um, Mm -hmm. of my truck. So like the back end. Um, So it's kind of, it's kind of a choose your own adventure situation, but yeah, okay. you, you don't just like call up Italy and you're like, hey, hi, I would like a cute little cat truck. Right. Uh, like I don't, I can't say that yeah. like I've ever seen one like on marketplace. Like, I don't right. know like how you right. just happen across one, but it's so interesting. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, if you were to take like a VW bus to like change it, like you just got to do your research, someone around will yeah. have one and then you kind of make it your own. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's been really fun, um, you know, in in doing my research and reaching out to other Ape owners across Mm -hmm. the country, really, um, just like hearing their experience and like giving advice from them and like throwing, you know, ideas around. Um, It's been, it's been a a community that I never realized, um, or never thought to be a part of, but um, everyone's like so helpful. And, um, you know, I've met some really lovely people uh, just by, you know, finding them on the internet. So my right. internet friends who also, uh, you know, own mobile tap trucks. Yeah. So take me back to like the, like, inception of Houndstooth and Hooch. Like, 
tell me about how like you got started, where the name came from, kind of give me like bare bones, how you started. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Um, like I mentioned, you know, I had seen this influencer purchase a Prosecco truck um, several years ago and I always thought it was so cute. And then it was kind of short lived and I think she sold it. And then I, you know, forgot about it, you know, for years. And then I went on a girl's trip to Charleston um, a couple during, um, well, kind of on the, on the downslope of COVID with some girlfriends and in Charleston, they have um, all these, they're more like food trucks um, all over downtown and they sell like boozy popsicles and, Mm. you know, things like that. And one of my girlfriends and I were talking about it and and she was like, you know, this would be so good for Iowa, like tailgating. Can you imagine, you know, having like a boozy pop? Um, you know, as an Iowa tailgate. And I was like, that would be such a good idea. And we were just like chit-chatting through, um, you know, dreaming up like what this would look like. She uh, was getting her um, PhD at Ole Miss. So she, she's in um, her area of expertise is uh, marketing and, and business management. Um, so we were just, I don't know, we were just like chatting through. Um, and then, you know, I came home and I completely forgot about the conversation. And a couple months later, my husband and I were at a restaurant and we were chatting with someone and I can't remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about golf carts or cars, Mm -hmm. golf carts, golf cars, one of the two. And I was like explaining, I was like, oh, have you ever seen, you know, one of these things like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh yeah, you're talking about Piaggio Ape. And I was like, (laughs) oh, okay. I mean, I didn't know what it was called. And yeah. so, you know, ended conversation and my husband and I were chatting. He's like, where did you hear about this? And I, you know, told him about this influencer and, you mm-hmm. know, my, the Charleston trip. Um, and he's like, you should look into that. That sounds like a really, you know, I think you do like really well at that, you know, and marketing it and, um, you know, working with people um, for their special events. So I was like, okay. And so we were, we were sitting there and we we're like, well, what, what would we call it? And um, we have a Basset Hound, and his name is Houndstooth. Um, we call him Howie for short. I was a textile, like a surface print designer okay. right after college. And I always thought that Houndstooth would be the most perfect dog name. Because, uh, yeah. you know, it's an iconic pattern um, and, you know, hound. And so, uh, so we took inspiration from Houndstooth. And then I was like... And then an alliteration would be fun. I'm Sarah Stewart, you know, something like nice. that. And I was like, what's an alcohol-based H word? And I was like, oh, hooch. It's kind of vintage and kind yeah. of, you know, fun. So that's that's where we came I, up with uh, Hound Soup and Hooch. Hooch, like, definitely has the same kind of vibe of a Piaggio Ape. So, like, combining yeah. the two together. Like, when I think of hooch, like, I think of, you know, old-fashioned speakeasies, like, yeah brickstone streets and then you get the Piaggio Ape in there like you know riding along those little brickstone streets and that's just yeah I feel like that's such a good fit so I I mean I love the name it's so catchy houndstooth and hooch like it's it's so easy to remember I think that is so helpful when it comes to a business name as well oh well thank you for saying that that makes me happy yeah so you do not only like you so you can do like prosecco um you said like cold brew what else can kind of go into your piaggio ape 
Yeah, so I, um, I feel like I've also made a lot of friends locally, like friends, um, again, uh, with different breweries in town, um, different distributors, but I've also gotten, um, they're called, there are these things called Cornelius kegs or corny kegs, and um, they are old pop kegs, like Pepsi Coke okay. kegs, yeah. and um, I somehow got my hands on quite a few of them. And because of that, I'm able to keg my own cocktails, which is nice. So like they're reusable. Um, Yeah. So, you know, you have to like, you know, take care of them and clean them and, you know, swap out, you know, the different things, um, parts that, you know, are old on these Mm kind of old kegs. Um, But they work really well. I think my, um, I think that's probably the most fun part about it is coming up with um, different cocktails. My husband and I call it market research whenever we go somewhere new and and try out (laughs) cocktails um, for me to try to recreate at home. Um, I will say my my most popular has been um, this spicy watermelon margarita. Um, People love it. It's like, it's so so refreshing and tasty um, and uh, it's really fun to make. So cool. So like, if you were doing like a wedding, could you have like one tap as Prosecco, one tap as like a signature cocktail for the couple and then like two beer taps? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can do, yeah, basically anything you can drink can be, well, almost anything. I mean, I can't do like egg whites (laughs) and a cocktail um, through the keg, but basically anything else. Super, super like specific cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool though. Oh my gosh. Oh, I wish I would have had that at my wedding. That's so cool. I know, same. And yeah, I know. I got married in 2017. So I've, I mean, it's been a while, especially with COVID years. Um, it's been a while. Um, mm. It's kind of funny. So um, where where I live now um, in Des Moines, it's a, it's a new development um, on the south side. And where we got married is literally like 100 yards. So we have a picture on our gallery wall. And um it's so it's on our wedding day and there's like this line of trees and on the other side of the tree line is um like where our house is now oh my gosh so it's kind of like a funny like full circle moment. yeah um that's so yeah. cool so then yeah. on your website you say that you also spent some time in new york city is that right yeah. Yes. Tell me a little I bit did. about that and then how like you came back to Iowa. Yeah. So I, um, so I'm from Iowa, went to University of Northern Iowa. Um, and I was a marketing and textile and apparel major. So um, I focused on surface print design specifically. So prints and patterns, uh, kind of why, why houndstooth really mm-hmm. stuck around. Um, so I, interned out there one summer the summer between my junior and senior year had a great experience loved it came back for my senior year got together with my my now husband Mm -hmm. Um, we had known each other all through college but uh started dating and I was like you know I'm moving to New York like next year Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna get a job there blah 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 he's like that's okay like (laughs) well you know have fun and uh so graduated, moved out to New York uh, for about two years. Um, so I was a, an assistant designer for like three months. And then I got another job as a surface print designer. And um, 
really, really had so much fun, like doing that. And um, I think that's, I think that's what I love about Houndstooth and Hooch is I can kind of incorporate some of that creativity that um, I don't get to do in my, in my day-to-day marketing job. Um, But yeah, so lived out there for two years. I lived in Inwood, which is at the top of Manhattan. It's above Washington Heights. Um, Did the long distance thing with my husband and we were flying between Des Moines and New York, uh, like basically every other month. And uh, he was finishing up law school um, here in town in Drake. And he's like, oh, I don't really want to take the bar and, or be an attorney in New York. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to schlep 45 bags of groceries home twice a week. Uh, so um, I really love Des Moines whenever I visited. I'm not from Des Moines. I'm from uh, the Quad Cities. And uh, so really loved being in Des Moines when I would visit him. So we're like, mm-hmm. let's, just, let's just try this. And uh, I've been here ever since. Do you miss New York? Um. I miss elements of it. I I love walking everywhere and people watching mm-hmm. and, you know, just the energy. Um, I don't miss the summers in New York because my apartment was super hot. And there's always this like weird garbage juice is the best way to put it. Like it doesn't evaporate. It's just like is there. And sometimes it turns like weird colors. But even though it's like a million degrees in the city, because like, like everything is, you know, like air, there's just no air movement. Insulated, yeah. Uh, but this like, this like garbage juice just never evaporates. <laughs> so, okay. So full disclosure, I did um, just a quick internship in New York city. So I lived out there for about six months. And so hearing yeah. you talk about all of this is just like, I completely understand. I didn't live out there for two years like you did, but I still go out there at least yeah. once a year to, I still have friends out there to visit and you're right. The garbage juice, it's just, it's a perpetual garbage day there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And I really don't know like what the components of this garbage <laughs> juice is. And we can, we can certainly like get away from the garbage juice, but like that oh, is definitely it. a downside. Um, I, I here in Des Moines, other- like you see your neighbors, like garbage bins out, like, you know, once yeah. a week, but in New York, it's just like, you're constantly surrounded by garbage. <laughs> yeah. There's just always garbage. And it's not because it's um, unsanitary. There's just so many people no. that live within one block that like, you just exactly. have to be around it. Yeah, exactly it's like it's like one of those background things that you don't really notice like I don't know trees in Iowa like you don't really notice yeah. it it's just kind of like part of part of the landscape you just become blind to it at, at some point yeah, yeah. exactly oh. um oh so but, fun yeah. so okay don't, so don't miss that. <laughs> how long has Houndstooth and Hoosh kind of been in business then so I started trying to think what the what the first step was um I can't remember if I had reached out I mean I'd been doing research um Mm -hmm. beginning of this year so it's all like very new started doing research earlier this year I got my ape the first week of August um and so So I've done a handful events since then but um yeah, it's, it's funny because like, and I'm, and I'm sure you know this, part of being a small business owner now is really also being a content creator in your own right. Because yes. you have to like, yeah. you, you have to like pander to the Instagram algorithm and you, you know, want to create good content or interesting things for, you know, your ideal audience to interact with. And, um, you know, you want to make it look really good. So um, it's just a lot of social planning. And so, you know, as soon as I, 
you know, got my LLC and, you know, had everything, you know, it moving. Um, I was like, all right, I gotta start, you know, my Instagram gotta start getting a following. So for, a, for several months, um, you know, really up until recently, um, I was, you know, creating content like graphics and resharing some of my, you know, Ape friends that I mentioned earlier, just to like get my audience, you know, aware of like what my offering was and, you know, what, what makes Hound Chup and Hooch Hooch special. So just really trying to figure out like how to feed the beast in a way um, on Instagram to, you know, get a following and interact with people. And so I will say, you know, by, by doing so, I've like made a lot of like really good connections with, you know, other vendors in the area with, you know, different brides or people planning events, um, you know, really just by putting myself out there um, on Instagram. And so now that I have the Ape, um, you know, it puts a little bit more of a visual to it. Um, and, you know, now that I'm mm-hmm. doing events and people are seeing it in real life, it, it kind of takes it to the, to the next uh, level. Right. So now, now the Ape is the face of the company a little bit less you, you don't yeah. have to like put, yeah, necessarily, I know. you know, yeah, I was doing reels pretty consistently earlier this summer, um, like spring into summer. And I was like, I look like such an idiot. I'm like, this is completely out of my comfort zone, but like it's trying so to come up hard. with reels, It's so hard. It is really hard. It it's, is. it's not only so hard, but like, it's so vulnerable because you have to put yourself out there. And like, I feel like a lot of people don't like go into the wedding industry to be like the center of attention or anything like that. So like you, it's this big like imposter syndrome thing too, of being like, I have to put my face out there for Instagram and all these things to recognize me to get clients. But I don't want people to think that I like have such a hot head and think that I'm, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I completely. I completely understand what you mean. I am the same way. I'm definitely not an oversharer on, on social media personally. So to, you know, you know, have a schedule and, you know, try to be really consistent with interacting and posting. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's almost like a different persona that you take on for your small business. Cause you're exactly right. Like I'm, I would not say I'm one to be center of attention or wanting to be that role. Um, and then I'm like over here, like trying to film a reel. And I'm like, oh my God, Sarah, what, the, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you have to film it like 15 times because like you want it to be just the right amount of like excited, but not like too overexcited. Exactly. exactly. I feel that a hundred percent. The joys of being a small business owner for sure. Yeah. No kidding. So what, so what is like something like if you have a Pinterest board, if you just have like a mood board in your mind, what is like a goal of yours for Houndstooth and Hooch for like a specific shoot, wedding, event? What is something that like you really want to do? So I'm like really leaning into that kind of 70s, like groovy aesthetic mm-hmm. that's, you know, really popular right now. Um, I think it really comes across in my branding. Um you know, I created this vision board basically when I was working through like what my brand story was and, you know, my color palette and things like that. And I kind of had a scale of like this super like groovy, like orange chartreuse hot pink mm-hmm. situation. Um, and then like more on like the more minimal, like really classic looking. And I took a lot of, in- like I made a couple of Pinterest boards and uh, then I did kind of like a boho in the middle 
and um, you know, in an effort to be as minimal as possible um, for the events, um, like a, a blank canvas, if you will, um, for the events I'm a part of, um, I I tried to like dial it back a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, so I would say that I'm definitely like in that con- kind of middle right. of that spectrum. You want to have some kind of like brand recognition, but you also want to be palatable to all different types of events. Exactly. Exactly. I know if I was like doing something like crazy and fun, I would have painted my ape like <laughs> terracotta, right. um, but I want to, I want to be a blank canvas um, mm-hmm. for whoever, you know, for the, for the couple or the person's event. So I went with a pearl white because I wanted it to be, um, you know, neutral, but also a little special. Mm-hmm. One of the things I do uh, or I wear is a white jumpsuit. So it's kind of like, oh. I don't know, it gives me like Italian vibes, but it's also kind of like retro in a way. And I pair it with um, some like woody, um, like platform wedges. And I don't know, it just like, it like gives me this vibe. And I'm like, okay, kind of going back to that persona, like I am here to make sure that everyone's having a good time, um, that everyone is, you know, has their drinks. Um but also just kind of setting the tone that, you know, I take this really seriously and I want, um, and mm-hmm. I, I want it to be like a uniform, if you will, like this is my uniform. It's kind of goes with the ape, but again, it's like a blank canvas, um, for, you know, whatever that I'm a part of. Does that answer the question? Yes, absolutely. I, I love okay. exactly okay. what you were saying. Okay, good. I love like going back to the pearl white. So on the inside of the ape, kind of like where the like taps are, it's kind of like a yes. pearl white, like kind of backsplash tile, right? Yes, yes. So it is a mother yeah. of pearl backsplash. I just like picture that with like a bunch of like 70s style, like cocktail glasses and stuff. Yes, yeah. So for my wedding, um, my parents actually sourced a ton of pink depression glass, which is really beautiful. It's kind of um, sometimes it's really pink. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of more salmony colored. Um, so Light. I think yeah. one of the, yeah, one of the photos I sent you, um, I have it set up on my lower, um, on my lower shelf because I know that's just kind of like, it's just like the perfect glassware, yeah. I think for the, the ape, like it's feminine, but retro. Um, and it, I think it looks really, um, mm-hmm. good with the mother of pearl, uh, backsplash in the background. For sure. Oh my goodness. This has been just so great. This has been so fun. I think your business is just adorable and so unique. And I'm so glad that we're getting so many cool businesses like this in Des Moines, like getting more, you know, out there a little bit. And it's just, it's a great addition to the the wedding industry here. So I'm so glad that I was able to get you on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you again so much for having me. This was, this is such a fun treat. I've, I've been looking forward to it. So tell our listeners where they can find you at online. Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at houndstooth and hooch all spelled out. Um, you can also find me at houndstoothandhooch.com. 
Um, all my contact information, um, email uh, is all um, on Instagram and on the website. Uh, drop me a line. Let's let's get to planning. Um, I do. Uh, as soon as you reach out, um, I send over kind of a questionnaire uh, to kind of get to know you a little bit, you know, your event, kind of what you have up your sleeve. Um, mm -hmm. There's a spot for a Pinterest board link uh, just so that I can figure out what the vibe is. Um, and then right. we have a quick consultation call and um, just, again, kind of talk logistics. Um, and then we kind of go from there. That's so fun. I love it. Okay. At the end of every episode, we toast to something in the last week that has, you know, made us laugh, made us happy, whatever. I'm going to go first and then I'll let you go if that's okay. 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 Perfect. I love so it. So this is kind of going, this is a little callback to your text message that you sent me last night, but I'm going to toast to hot girl walks because I recently, you know, got these AirPod Maxes. I've been listening to some audiobooks going on my like two mile walk with my dog every day. And I'm just really finally feeling that hot girl walk energy. So I'm cheersing to hot girl walks. Hell yeah. Cheers to hot girl walks. I love that. How about you? So I will say cheers to my Stanley Cup because if I'm yes. anything, it's a basic B. And um, pebble ice because it's elite. And I only, I try oh. to only serve pebble ice um, at my events because. How do you, you know, make your superior. pebble ice? Yeah. So I, I have a pebble ice maker. Okay. And it's pretty. It's just it's elite. Awesome. You know, you can't beat it. It is elite. You really can't. I mean, I, I literally have like, you know, the AirPod Maxes and then lavender hydro flasks. So I'm right there with you as far as the basic B stuff goes. I'm up there with you. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. Uh, listeners, we will be back next week with another great episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye.